Hi everybody, welcome to our, our episode of the Exercise Voice. I am pleased, I'm pleased and honored to be joined by Vincent today. We had the first, the previous episode based on strength training for the general population. I had that conversation with him and we did not finish that and we had a lot of things hanging and I felt it ideal to just have him join me for what I would call a second part because it is linked to strength training being one of the goals that uh, the, the general, you guys as the general population go to the gym to try and achieve every day. So today I just wanted to talk about something that is thrown around in gyms a lot today and it's getting more and more popular and it's something that was not being used as a term of exercise and because perform, training for performance and training to be able to be as efficient as possible with your body has become a goal that so many people who go into the gym have this word has become more and more popular in the gym and uh, that comes with it being more and more misused so i'll jump straight into it and i'll just be talking about physical conditioning today so most of you will hear the word tied with strength so that's strength training and conditioning and We'll just I will just sound like a fancy term in the gym and that's just what we wanted to talk about today and just see how both of us understand this and our points of view on what this is and maybe from this some of you out there can understand what this what this term means and how it can help you in your day-to-day -day exercise at the gym. Welcome Vincent and thank you for joining me again today. Oh, pleasure. Uh, sawa, sawa. So today I just wanted to ask to talk about conditioning. And I would want okay. to start defining it on my side, how I understand it and how I've been understanding it as a trainer. And then you can give okay. me your, your, your opinion on how you've been understanding it and how it's it has been coming out with your coaching and with your research as a trainer. And just going straight into it, I look at physical conditioning as as the result and as the end goal of whatever you want to achieve with the gym. And... I'll go further to say it's just the physical preparedness to help us deal with the day-to-day -day tasks at hand. So, for example, if your day-to-day -day task at hand is you're a rugby player, the conditioning will be to get you to be as explosive as possible, to be as strong as possible, to be as fast as possible, depending on what position you're playing. If you're a basketball player, same thing. If you're a construction worker, same thing. So, for me, conditioning is tied to just basically using the space of the gym or using exercise to get you in a position where you're as prepared as possible to handle your day-to-day -day life. Mm -hmm. if, if you're a bodybuilder and you're going to, to stand on stage, conditioning would possibly mm -hmm. be getting you in the peak shape mm -hmm. to be able to display whatever you want to display on stage. So according to me, that is what I look at as conditioning. So I wanted to get your opinion mm -hmm. on this and, and, and how you see this and how you think about this. And if it's different, and if it's and and what is different, and if we try and compare to my opinion on what this is. Um, my opinion is similar, so I'll say uh, conditioning is the the goal of uh, exercising with the goal of uh, increasing maybe uh, your cardiovascular performance. So if you're talking about a rugby player uh -huh. to boost their cardio, uh, if because they train a lot of explosive uh, movements. Uh, so to me, conditioning uh -huh. specifically is that is a, is a trying to improve your cardiovascular performance. Uh -huh. uh, there is a different kind of uh, conditioning where uh -huh. there is a strength conditioning uh -huh. and there is uh, just uh, basically 
conditioning mm -hmm. and there's also body conditioning where, where it happens in bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. Bodybuilders practice body conditioning. Mm -hmm. Athletes practice uh, um, strength conditioning. Mm -hmm. and, uh, normal people uh, like, uh, let's say, Kipchoge, theirs is uh, practically conditioning. It's uh, practically cardio endurance. Yeah so, yeah, so you've talked about someone like a long-distance runner. You've talked about a rugby player. So, uh, and, and ideally, we want to talk about the general population and the everyday person who walks into the gym and hears this word conditioning. So, my next question to you would be, uh, if you thought it applies, if you think the word conditioning applies to them, and this will lead us straight into what we are supposed to talk about next, if you think... Uh, conditioning applies to the general population who do not play any rugby, who don't play any sport, but just want to go to mm -hmm. the gym to to get themselves in the best physical state possible. So what would be this physical state possible that they get themselves prepared for fitness? For, for the normal person who goes to the office, for the normal person who works from home, for the normal person who mm. would probably be doing a lot of work in sales, moving around town. So how would the term conditioning relate to them, what would it mean to them as part of now the people who we deal with on a day-to-day -day basis? Uh, for a normal person who wants to improve on uh, daily activities and uh, daily movement, uh -huh. I'll, I'll advise uh, that they practice uh, uh, a combination of uh, cardio endurance and resistance training, also known as uh, strength conditioning. So this way you are able to combine uh, um, a bit of weight training and uh, conditioning. Uh, this way you prepare your body for anything. Also, this way you prepare your body for anything. So I, yeah. I, 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 had an, I usually have an idea that I usually deal with and I usually think uh -huh. around when, I, when I'm thinking about the general population and, and their need for, for conditioning. So if somebody would ask yeah. me what, would be the, what, is the, what is the general population conditioning for? So I usually look at, at our modern times mm. and then the kind of lives that the general population is living right now. And this mostly is a solution for a lot of people who live in urban areas. And, and, mm. and, 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 and we, what function are we losing? Because you condition for, to be able to, to perform specific tasks. So what do we condition for? Because for me, I think the main reason is to prevent our bodies from from getting what would we call them lifestyle diseases and and and, 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 and from developing joint chronic joint pain because I would tend to think that yeah. training in the gym and what we'll we'll come to discuss training and functional training later in this, I would tend to think yeah. that conditioning and going through uh, similar kinds of training in, in lower intensities as to what athletes go go through and then and, and properly done and in a structured way tends to condition the human body against specific lifestyle diseases, specific chronic illnesses. Because if we look at a lot of the people living in the, in the, in the, in the urban areas like we've just talked about right now, like I just mentioned before, as I started, we, they spend a lot of time sitting down. Like right now we're sitting down for 20, 30 minutes. After we're done with this, probably both of us will be lying down or sitting down. And, and both of us work actively in, a, in, a, in, a, in an industry that requires you to move. So I could try and imagine for someone of the general population who does not work in the kind of industry that we work in, 
developing lifestyle diseases that come about due to being sedentary and develop, developing chronic joint pain that comes about due to being sedentary is something that training conditions the body against. So the more you come and go through your structured mm. mobility work, your strength work, your conditioning work, and then again, as you say, the heart and lungs. You don't use your, your, mm. your heart, your heart gets weaker. You don't push it to get as strong as possible because it's a muscle, just like every other muscle. So when, I'm, when I think about the general population and conditioning, especially in the times we live in, just conditioning ourselves mm-hmm. to become as healthy as possible or to have our bodies function as efficiently as possible so that we don't mm. fall victim to these lifestyle diseases and these chronic diseases. Because uh, we are not like the athletes. We are not really going to jump really high anywhere or run really fast anywhere. So I, have, I usually have that, that opinion when it comes to conditioning for human beings, for, mm. for human beings okay. who live as part of the general population. Mm. So maybe if if it's if it's something that's of interest of you, if something that you have an idea about, you could you could just try and share, and if you have any opinion around that. Yeah, well, uh, for general population, it's easy. Uh, you don't go for the you don't train to become an athlete. Uh-huh. You're training at least to 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 sustain yourself. And uh, you've said something. If you don't work your heart, yeah, it becomes weaker. If if you don't train your muscles, yeah. you lose them. Yeah. And uh, conditioning boosts your, not just your immunity and everything, boosts your endurance. Yeah. Uh, we can see the biggest challenge we have in urban centers is uh, uh, the kind of food that we have. Yeah. Uh, this kind of food, uh, you really need to up your game when it comes to, like, we really walk. Like, people are sedentary lifestyle, driving, sitting in the office. So this is where conditioning comes in. This yeah. is where it will help you a lot. Because, yeah. uh, number one, if you look at the conditioning, the facilitation of oxygen and nutrients to your tissues, uh, basic, basic. This is this is where we, we need to maximize on. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah. So, ideally, if we look at the general population, I think that would be a good place to to even educate someone who would, who would ask you the question of, of, who would tell you, I'm not a bodybuilder, why do I need to be doing this? I'm not a football player, I'm not a rugby player. And I think this yeah. would be an answer that would be very important to so many people, especially people living in, in, in urban areas like Nairobi and, and yeah. the other urban areas in Africa where we are, re- we are adapting the, the, the Western style, Western kind of lifestyle. And because of efficiency and time, we have to use yeah. public means and we have to use the Internet and we have to sit down for so many yeah. hours. It's, it's the times that we are in right now. So just explaining conditioning to the general population as a way to just bulletproof their bodies against lifestyle diseases and against chronic pain would be an avenue that a lot of trainers would take to just give explanations to people who are still holding out on exercise who, or people who are not really mm-hmm. ready to, to start the journey of, of exercise. So, and sure. I think, I think moving, I think that would just directly move us on to, to something that I wanted to talk about and 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 it, and 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 would really help maybe someone out there who doesn't understand what mm-hmm. how to identify if they need conditioning or if they're if they're headed towards if they're headed towards lifestyle diseases or if they're headed towards chronic pain so something i wanted to t- ask to talk about and i would I would, because i coined it in my ta- in my terms a bit i would start on my end just to give you a clue of what i'm saying and then you just i know you'll understand where we're going and you'll just chime in and add in whenever you can so ideally okay. 
how, what would what would ask the question and I'll just jump straight into the answer. What how would mm-hmm. someone identify that they're physically stressed or they are, that there's there signs showing physically or emotionally that they need to get themselves conditioned as we say to just try mm-hmm. and get them as healthy as possible because there are specific things that especially when maybe you're talking to someone who's come to see you for a consult mm-hmm. session or who's walking into the gym for their first time and you're there and you're the one welcoming them so there are specific things that you'll point out to tell them that they need to start training so basically that's what we yeah yeah they yeah, are exactly so that's what I'd want us to discuss mm-hmm. The physical ones, the emotional ones, the chemical ones, and I classify them as those three. So, like for example, uh, I'll, I'll just answer using a story and using an analogy that would be a lot easier to understand. So, for example, I okay. have a, yeah, I have a forty-year-old uh, man who come overweight man who walks into the gym and 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 tells me why do I need to and I, I I throw the term strength training and conditioning to him and I try to explain conditioning to him. And he doesn't really understand mm-hmm. it when I use the technical terms. And when I just tell him that mm-hmm. he's coming in to lift weights and do a lot of cardio. So I want to explain mm-hmm. it to him in a way that mm-hmm. makes sense to him and point out the specific mm-hmm. stressors that he's going through so that I would allow mm-hmm. him to to embrace the journey of starting exercise or starting conditioning as, we, as we've termed it to get his body mm-hmm. to work as efficiently as possible and as healthy as possible. So as they walk... Mm-hmm. As they walk into the gym and we have this conversation and they don't understand me when I get technical, there's a few things that uh-huh. I could use to point out and uh-huh. yeah, to, to just try and, and explain why they need to get into this, into, into this habit or into the process of conditioning their bodies. And I termed the first one as just basically physical stressors. So I'd point out yeah. this lack of tightness or the lack of flexibility and I'd use normal, normal examples as being able to tie his shoelaces because mm. lack of lack of hamstring flexibility is one of like it's number one for so many people who are unfit because of the weight mm. I'd point out the pain that that he has in his joints yeah that because definitely being overweight comes with a lot of pain, a lot of pain especially if you're sitting down for long periods of time and and I'd, 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 I'd ask ask them about their fatigue when they're doing activities like for example someone playing with their children or someone going up, yeah. up 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 flights of stairs and they're feeling dizzy so and they're already panting exactly and they're already panting so so many of us mm. go technical and we don't really understand how to explain conditioning to 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 the general population and those would just be some of the physical stressors that I would use to to define conditioning to them so when you're having a conversation with someone of the general population and you're trying to explain conditioning to them how would you go around mm. it when you're talking about these things that they need to change and tying them to conditioning and tying them to training to allow them to be able to start their journey in the gym? So how would you define the stressors that show that you're not conditioned or that you're heading in a place that will lead to a lot of lifestyle diseases and a lot of pain? How would you explain this to, to uh, someone of the general population, someone normal just walking into the gym? Number one, I think the way they carry out their daily activities, if you just observe them, uh, maybe from the from the car to the gym, uh-huh. uh, this person is struggling. He, he, he's struggling to get to the gym. Uh-huh. Once he gets to the gym, he's panting. Uh-huh. He's done nothing. Uh, he cannot carry his own bag. Uh, 
simple transitions from point A to B is a struggle. They don't want to like uh, stand up and see it move. They, they don't want a lot of movement. These are the kind of people. If you observe them, they want to to to, to be to maintain a a, a a constant position. They don't want to keep moving because they're they're getting tired. They're sweating. They don't understand where they're panting all every now and then. Yeah. So. These are the basic pointers that uh, we look for in, in clients before even we do our assessment. Yeah. Uh, if I observe you and I just look at you, and I'll see you're struggling to do the uh, usual, the basic stuff, the walking, uh, uh, going up the stairs from point A to B. Is a, it's a struggle. Number one, I'll check your, uh, your heart rate. will uh, tell us how you're functioning. So uh, basically... This is, uh, and I explain to them that uh, this is your condition is uh, necessary. Such a basic task you can carry them without even blinking. Yeah, exactly. It's so, so easy. To, yeah, yeah. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting. And as we mm. mentioned, and as we mentioned at the start, for people, for someone of the general population, these are the day-to-day tasks. They should be able to play with your family, to be able to carry something mm. simple from one point to another, and yeah. and, and losing the strength to do that and especially at really young ages, usually leads us to, to points where when we grow older, it becomes a very painful, it becomes very painful lifestyle for us. And that's not something we want. And just ideally conditioning would be training to make all these things better, training to reduce the pain, yeah. training to reduce the tightness, training to reduce the fatigue. And when we talk about emotional yeah, to be efficient. And when we talk about emotional stresses yeah. as well, just training to reduce the everyday stress that that we come about due to 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 family to friends to our to, to what we do in our workplaces every day because we know that training yeah. really boosts the production of feel good hormones and and yeah. those really make us like release a, yeah, release, release a lot of stress so but yeah, just yeah. pointing out when we're talking about conditioning with the general for the general population just point just trying to educate them and trying to tell them that training is not to them like a bodybuilder. It's not for you to be able mm. to, to have muscle that is, that is as lean as possible. It's, it's not yeah. for you to be able to lift really heavy weight. It's not yeah. for you to be able to run very fast. It's for, mm. you, it's for you to be able to now do those day-to-day activities extremely efficiently to be yeah. able to, 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 to stay away from lifestyle diseases and to be able to stay away from chronic pain. Once we, when, we are talking with, yeah. when we are talking to the general population and, and we point out these issues and to, to be able to, to just stay away from stress as well, I keep on forgetting about that and that is very important. And to just be able to sleep yeah. well and that keeps you very sane when it comes to your mental health. So when we are talking to the yeah. general population, I think when we, when we look at conditioning, conditioning mm-hmm. and when we look at conditioning for the general population, I think addressing it by pointing out these issues and by telling them yeah. that this is conditioning for them allows mm. it, uh, makes it easier for them to test their training every day. So if somebody comes in and yeah. tells you, I was able to go through seven flights of stairs without feeling pain without on my knees or without fatigue, you see, that's already a body. That's, that's been, yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, exactly, that's, that's a body that's been conditioned to perform that task. So as they mm. progress, they can pick up other tasks that are difficult to do, like probably maybe join uh, what a lot of people do right now, recreation lifting. You can try mm. try be a, a recreational bodybuilder. You can try and do recreation mm. football outside, touch rugby. A lot of people do that. And as you increase your tasks, 
when you come to the gym mm. there is more we have to train harder for those tasks and it becomes easier for someone of the general population to slowly buy into exercise and that would be my opinion on conditioning because we have too many people walking into gyms and not understanding conditioning and not thinking mm. and not thinking that it is for them so that would be my opinion on that and and, and I'm, I'm glad we actually talked about how we can relate it to the general population so actually yeah actually the biggest challenge the biggest challenge right now is that uh, most clients most uh, most clients think that uh, when you tell them about uh, conditioning or strength training or anything uh-huh. they think that you want them to become an athlete no yeah, no no, no. Yeah, i don't yeah. want you to become an athlete yeah, yeah. i just want you to move better i want you to look better yeah. i want you to have confidence yeah. i want you to have to reduce your stress when you, yeah. whenever, whenever you're sleeping you can no 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 more insomnia you're yeah. sleeping easily you're not struggling with sleep yeah so this is the kind of uh, image as a trainer as a coach i have but uh, they tend to have a different perspective towards training and uh, yeah, it's conditioning because, yeah and it's so, been, yeah. This, yeah so this is what we need to break down to them uh-huh. and uh, show them that i don't want you to be an athlete i just need you to be a normal person uh-huh. a normal person who can uh, who can carry out daily activities easily without you don't need help without struggling and live longer Yeah and and, yeah, and 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 now and that is part of some part of the really important reasons why we need to do this as well because uh yeah. there's so many people who do not have enough information on what conditioning is on what strength training is and as i keep on saying especially for the general population and especially for where yeah. we are right now in, in in Africa and in Nairobi where this is just something that's coming up and this is a way to just help people and their health that that we don't we, so many of us don't really understand to to its maximum and words like this that are very deep are being thrown around and for the general population i think it's very important that we we find a way to just have these words broken down in a way that relates to them and in a way that relates to their day to day to their day to day lives so and i, I completely oh. agree i completely agree with you on that and so right yeah. now, right now i wanted to i wanted us to just talk briefly about two other terms that tie to conditioning and for mm-hmm. me i think they they are this they are the processes they are the day to day that leads to conditioning to to that goal because conditioning according to what we've discussed right right now is just an end goal it's just the process to get you to the place where your heart is very efficient the process to get mm. you to a place where you don't have that joint pain your perf- exactly you don't have your joint. performance is better yeah yeah you mm. can go through up a flight of stairs like that it's easy for you to play with your with your family you're basically very efficient on your day to day tasks so we have two terms that are very interesting and 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 according to me i usually group them as one and we could talk mm-hmm. about them according to how they're being used right now in the industry and this is training okay. this is training and this is functional training The, the, okay. the yeah the main purpose of both of this is just to lead you to your goal which is to get conditioned or to get as healthy yeah. and as efficient as possible for your day to day tasks so what do you what yeah. would you understand by these terms let's begin by functional training which has become a very controversial term uh number one uh, let me start by training 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 is a simple basically training is the act of learning a particular skill or preparation of something so when i call it functional training it's a classification of exercise which are maybe involving a uh, training more than uh, two joints or more than three joints major muscles that prepare you for daily activities so what i'll say about functional training any movement that is engaging more than uh, two joints i think 
that's a functional training movement. So for you, you'd 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 say train functional training is anything that that would 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 involve movement of more than two joints. More than two joints, so more than uh, two major muscles. So more than two major muscles. So if you'd give yeah. if you'd give if you'd give an example of if you'd give an example of of training that if you give example of training that you'd term as functional training. So you'd say more than two joints. So let's just be yeah. a bit more specific and you'd go straight into into giving a giving an example. Yeah. Um I'll talk about probably a, a simple one. Let's say uh there's a squat. Squat a squat you engage uh, there's two major muscles there, there's quadriceps and hamstrings. Yeah. And there's also glute. And uh, they, at some level, there's also some uh, calves activation. Yeah. Uh, when I talk about uh, deadlift, deadlift yeah. uh, engaging, there's a lower back, hamstring, there's a calves activation, yeah. the lats, uh, latissimus dorsi. Yeah. So you can see these uh, two movements that they engage more than three muscles at the same time. Uh-huh. These are one of the uh, functional training movements, uh-huh. and uh, there's more. There's more workouts. We will uh, clarify on as we continue. Yeah, oh, that yeah, So we'll 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 yeah. need to have a whole podcast based on this topic because I think this is where we would really have a big argument. So uh, yeah. for me, I tend to think mm, a lot of people uh, confuse a lot of would I call it functional fitness or would I call it the brand functional fitness right now to uh-huh. functional training and my definition of functional functional training would just be training for full function uh, for for basically physical basically another another a synonym to conditioning training to be tra- yeah, training to be able to perform your your function your day to day function as efficient as possible your daily activity. exactly your daily, activity. your daily activity yeah, yeah. yeah and because can, and because right now uh-huh we can also clarify functional training to the a combination of uh, uh, conditioning and resistance training. It's also it can work perfectly. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. It can work perfectly by that way. And 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 yeah, and it's 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 something that's very interesting, and it's a conversation that we need to have, a very long conversation that we need to have at some point in time. Because I think so many, so many, so many people who get into training and especially free weight training. Uh, right now tend to google the word functional training and 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 mm. you'll get so many results uh, that spread across from training to from crossfit to to, yeah. to to training people who are just recovering from disabilities and there's so much confusion yeah, yeah. and for me it 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 applies to someone who's doing crossfit or, yeah. or 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 cross training it applies to somebody who's doing bodybuilding it applies to somebody who's going through rehab to be able to move and feel yeah. and be aware of their muscles at the same time. So functional training for mm. me is a spectrum. It's 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 yeah. it's a big spectrum of someone who's completely unfit, someone who yeah. has a large percent of bo- large percent body fat, somebody who has joint pain. These people lie on the, yeah. the on the very bottom of the spectrum, and the people who lie yeah. on the highest end of the spectrum being people who are now extreme athletes who have really low percent body fats who have no joint pain who have really good mobility under pressure 
and who have really and every aspect of their performance has been covered mm. and every aspect of their health has been covered these are people who lie up on the on the spectrum of functional of, of of functional fitness as i term it and functional training yeah. according to me is whatever your goal is just moving on the spectrum from the area of being very low very unfit very immobile mm-hmm. without a lot of strength and being able mm-hmm. to climb high up in that spectrum to being someone who's really healthy lowered your percent body fat gotten stronger mm-hmm. gotten more mobile gotten rid of that joint pain so for me functional training is a is a spectrum functional fitness mm-hmm. is a spectrum and functional training is a process to move you through that spectrum and 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 ideally so, and ideally that's what now with the general population we have to be very specific and i think that's why we yeah. stopped using the word training because when we use the word training yeah. you know it most of the time it only applied to athletes so yeah, yeah. According, according to my opinion and i think this is something i'll set us up to have a conversation about as well according to my opinion functional is functional fitness is a massive spectrum and functional training yeah. is just moving around that spectrum so i love sports like crossfit because you do so many yeah. things so if you if you pursue crossfit the right way you will move yeah. up that spectrum in so many mm. in so many in so many aspects your percent body fat yeah. will go low and if you're doing it the right way your mobility will go up if you're doing it the right way your strength will go up if you're doing it the right way your power will go up and and if you yeah. have all these things going up together then it's of real benefit mm. to you than having only one of these things like for example when you're doing strongman you only have that just your strength going up and probably your mobility because they have very good mobility as well or when you're yeah. doing something like gymnastics only or if you're doing something like swimming only so that's that's mm. that's that's why i think so many people have attached the ta- the word functional training to boom to crossfit style of training because with crossfit style of training mm. you get to improve so many of of your performance and health aspects at the same time yeah. together so i think it would be the it would be the peak definition of what you'd call functional training because you'd be improving so many functions of the human body so according to me that's how i, I totally uh-huh. i totally i totally agree on uh, functional training is when you're always working to eliminate weaknesses this yeah. is for athletes they're always working to to become better in whatever they do they're already not good yeah. and they're moving well yeah. so they're already they're working to be to be they're working towards the sport to to eliminate uh, weaknesses yeah. but for functional fitness yeah. this is where the general population lies in this yeah. is where now you're trying to get everything right and exactly. uh, technique wise form so yeah so yeah. basically that's a conversation we'll have and we'll give a few examples and and probably get someone else who 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 who, who loves talking about this and doing a lot of this with us as well mm. and i hope it's yeah. something we'll enjoy as well So that yeah. is what we had planned and what we had in store today for just conditioning okay. and I believe we've given so much information that will be helpful to anybody who decides to just listen to this and yeah. again thanks for joining and again thanks for just being here to have this conversation with me and just being here to understand things differently and to give your opinion yeah. on 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 the specific things that we talk about Vincent and hopefully we get to do more and more of this and hopefully we get an opportunity yeah. to just educate as much as possible and just do as much work as possible and give as much value as we can and mm. grow the industry and grow together with this with it thank you so much for joining us for joining today such a privilege to be here i highly appreciate uh, thanks for the opportunity i'm forever grateful any day any time 
Sawa sawa. Okay, this is Cecil Ragallo. This is the Exercise Voice podcast joined with Vincent today and we sign out. We hope you listen to this. We hope you subscribe to the various channels that we are hosted and we hope you keep on waiting on our next episodes to just give you as much information as we can. Again, thank you again for listening and we sign out. Bye bye.